Howdy ho, everybody. Welcome back to the Eternal Everest podcast. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Josiah and JP. Josiah, once again, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I just got back from my long drive from uh, Swanee. So how was it? it? Was There was so much construction. Really? My uh, my maps took me on some dirt roads. It was kind of scary. It was really sketched out. Well, you're here, yeah. and you're safe. That's all that matters. JP, <laughs> howdy ho, how you doing? Howdy ho, Mark. I am doing splendid. Thank you for asking. Of course, yeah, yeah. I'm great, by the way. Anyways, in today's episode, we have so we're gonna start off with our goals, how we how we've been doing this past week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, little discussion there, and then we're gonna head into our topic of the day, which is what is it, Josiah? Oh, our topic this week is gonna be about how the typical man has become soft in society. So, like, if you think about it, like a lot of the ways men like interact with the world have changed. We're going from like fighting wars and like World War One, World War Two, and we're swift shifting more into like desk jobs and sitting on our butts nothing's wrong with that yeah we just want to see like what this means yeah okay you know our opinions on it of but yes yeah, we'll get into that so our goals how are we feeling boys um anybody want to go first on anything specific jp um I'm just uh, started hitting the gym past couple of weeks Epic. for the first time ever. Great. You know, Epic. I wasn't a big physical fitness guy until uh, quite recently. Yeah, so he I'm now benches two fifty five. Oh yeah, no, it's like it's like three hundred, Mark, dude. Really, two fifty five was like last week. I mean, yeah, yeah I haven't been to the gym no with you since last week, so. I don't know. I did a couple push-ups this morning. I might have gotten into three twenty five. We'll see though. <laughs> that's funny, dude. That's funny. Okay. Um, that's great. That's that epic. Good to hear. Anything else on your goals? You've been uh, you've been reading, yeah. I have been reading. Yes, epic. I've been reading my book Twelve Loose for Life by Jordan Peterson. I got done with Rule Three last night, so fourth way through. Epic. We can talk about that if you'd like. That's great. Uh, sure. Okay, let's go into into it. Um. Well, I'll just like say the first three rule. Actually, I'll say the rule that I felt was the coolest rule. Okay. So, I think the coolest rule was probably rule one so far and the rule is stand back with your shoulders straight or stand tall with your shoulders straight posture. and it was interesting he goes into the book about how you should have good posture yes like uh, your physical posture but as well as your attitude to every day of life and basically the thesis of what he was talking about is if you stand back with your shoulders you know straight and you stand tall and don't slouch then you'll look like you're winning you know like in society there's winners yeah. and losers and people like people want to hang out with winners right of course so <clears throat> you want to look like you're a winner absolutely but if you look like you're a loser and you're hunched over people won't want to be your friend and then you won't want to be your friend because like no one likes themselves when they're defeated and all sad exactly man yeah that's so true very true and it's scientifically proven that even if like even by just like adjusting your posture or like even telling yourself like oh i'm gonna have a good day today that you statistically are bound to have a better day that's epic yeah so, um i had a teacher josiah you know pluff he uh Poofy. big yeah, Poofy. yeah he he <laughs> went he told a story about his roommate in college he was like 
this dude like got in a suit every morning at like 7 a.m. That's what he wore. And he stood in the mirror and he said, you're going to own today. This is your day. Like that kind of thing. And he was like, this, oh dude's, this dude's weird. Like he, this dude's like effed up. And like now he's like a billionaire or something. <laughs> yeah, so, that's insane. It's just crazy. I think about I, that. I saw some like that on Snapchat. It said like Jake Paul every single morning. He wakes up, he looks in the mirror. And he says, like, his, his goal, he says it five times to himself in the mirror. That's dope. I don't like Jake Paul. So it works for him, but, like, hey, hey. he seems yeah. pretty successful. Yeah. Just, like telling, like, telling, like, telling yourself, even if you think you're lying to yourself, like, I'm going to have a good day or, like, I'm going to be awesome today. Like, it seems kind of like fortune cookie wisdom, but, like, it's kind of cool to see how, like, you know, like, you want to keep, you want to hold yourself to be, like, truthful, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. For Very sure. True. That's sick. I like that. That's sick. That's that's the first rule, or the most interesting rule in my book. Uh, What do you guys got going on? So, Josiah, do you want to go? Yeah, I can go. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I've been doing pretty good on everything so far. Um, Specifically, um, I'm almost done with my book. I got like 30 pages left. Uh, It's called Imagine Heaven. It's a really cool book. It's about people who claim they've died and gone to heaven, and then they like tell their stories of like what they saw. That's dope. The other day I was reading and I was talking about people who've claimed they've gone to hell. And so it's like like the traumas that they've been through. It was really cool just like reading like what they saw and how they felt yeah. and like the emotions and like that kind of thing and how it like traumatized them like in their life like yeah. to this day. So it's not like it was just like a dream that like they could like forget. But For it was sure. something that changed their outlook on life. So I thought that was really cool. So what you're saying yeah. is die and then revive yourself um i'm not suggesting it okay, but okay. if you want oh. to i mean you can it's an option you do you it's an option yeah if you really want to i'm sure you're um, you're striving on your physical goals yeah i've actually gained 10 pounds Sick. since august Sick, bro. which is great i'm really excited for that it has Dude. been pretty hard to wake up early like yeah me too I've man trying to wake up at like nine but it usually ends up being like 10 yeah same same here um, is that all um i think i mean yeah all the other ones i'm doing fine and i'm trying to like i'm looking into some small groups that i can join or dope, dope. that but yeah dope. so we'll see dope yeah, we'll see how it goes sick mark how, how about you um i've been so my goals i'm not saying i'm like slacking but i'm definitely not doing like completing them to the potential that i should be if that makes sense um, yeah, definitely. And it's been like, instead of doing, sc- I'll be sit- I'll sit at my desk and I'm like saying I'm doing schoolwork, but I'm just on my phone. So what I kind of mm-hmm. spent this the past like three days doing is like completely going through like a phone detox. Like I'm, I went through my f- my photos. I deleted everything that I didn't need or want. That was like so I kept pictures of me, friends and family, and like yeah. sunsets and stuff like that. Um, I went through Instagram. I'm starting to unfollow everyone because I don't care about them at all. No offense. Um, I take offense. (laughs) I don't care. Um, Snapchat, same thing. Deleted TikTok, Visco, all these stupid things that I don't need. So that's kind of what I spent this past week doing. Just kind of get rid of all the distractions that I have. So I think that's that's pretty great. I think I should probably do that, honestly. I think it's the move. (laughs) Because there's a lot of psychological things, and that yeah. kind of arise a lot of problems that arise when you <laughs> go on your phone a it's, lot. But it's funny 
<laughs> one of my uh, short-term goals was to like reach out to people more well so, jp you were so like you so didn't... i so i'm starting to get more into social media because i was like so not on it yeah i think all. yeah <laughs> i'm like too much on it so i'm like let me get off yeah this. yeah yeah JP i could be i could be with me i i could be off of twitter less though for sure yeah or i could be off there more I, i'm I on twitter if, all the time like, yeah and just reading point <clears> conversations yep yeah. there's no point into reading all that but there's a lot of problems JP. that can arise from being on Yo, your phone so much we're, we're gonna start a streak, all right? Okay. Okay. I'm, pre I'm pretty pumped. Let's go. He's pumped. We're gonna get to like 10 or 15 days, all right? Yeah, I've stopped leaving people on open because that's what I used to do, but uh, I'm gonna try <laughs> to be nice and not leave anyone on open now. So I'm gonna Snapchat you right now. So sweet. Okay. I'm not gonna answer it. But yeah, I think that's definitely something that y'all, I mean, if you want to look into it, look into it. It's, I'm not on my phone mm -hmm. nearly as much. Like I was on my phone probably like six hours a day. Yeah, so, yeah me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to give the... lower that to like 30 minutes. No, I'm just kidding. That's extreme. But like, you know, not six hours at least. So. Yeah, cut it Change is the best move. Yeah, for sure. What I did to help with that is I put the screen time, like the widget. Yeah. Since you can now add it, yeah. just like I put that on my home screen so like I can see how oh, much smart. I'm spending. Big brain. So Shit. I put it like right on like the one I use the most, and so I know how much I'm on my phone. Yeah. It just helped a lot. <clears throat> All right, so shall we uh, head into our topic of the day? Yeah. So, uh, does anyone have anything they want to start out with? I do not. I mean, I think uh, I think I came up with this idea. I was watching a video and it was talking about uh, how these guys wanted to challenge themselves in lives so they decided to go on like a trip they're saying like oh we want to do this because we believe that the modern man has become soft uh things are just kind of given to us mm -hmm. a lot in life like a lot of people don't have uh like in high school won't have like a job though yeah. like a lot of them will just like their parents will give it to them it's not necessarily like there's nothing wrong with that but it's like it could different. set you up yeah with a different like, mentality definitely different and so i was just thinking like, what do you guys think about that? Like, um, I think that makes a whole lot of sense. Like, I feel like a lot of what we see in our culture today and, like, what we see a lot of people complaining about, especially with, like, the millennials and then our generation. We're Gen Z, right? Yes. Generation Z. Yeah. yeah, we are. So, like, millennials and Generation Z, like, especially, like, you know, developed countries, U.S., we've been characterized as, like, this generation that is ungrateful and yeah. i think that comes with us being handed everything to us you know we live in a society where like we don't have to go out and get anything i was going to start off and i'll tell this story my grandfather he's amazing he's 80 years old he plays golf every friday he Fly. like regularly beats Ball people point. he's 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 kind of a boss not gonna lie my grandma my grandma my grandfather <clears throat> grew up um and i think it was at the age of four his dad passed away mm -hmm. and he had like three brothers and two sisters yeah so my great-grandmother who lived to be 99 i actually met her many wow. times yeah she was a Very tough cool. woman and she raised them on the ohio river in this huge tent and like my grandpa tells the story all the time that he would wake up in the middle of the night and they'd have to brush the snow off the top of the tent because the tent would sag in. Uh -huh. So they would have to go outside 
and brush snow off the tent Jeez. so it wouldn't hit their faces because they'd, they'd wake up with the tent being on their face dang so That's i mean bad. my grandfather went through that didn't have his father around because his father passed away at the age of 14 left the house went down south to florida to find himself a job and ever since then you know didn't go to college and has been grinding his way been in the army been a firefighter all these things right yeah, yeah. and that is so so opposite of any story yeah well i think i forgot what you just said you said um he grinded that was the word yeah. so the difference with our generation is i think we are so used to like wanting to multitask and kind of just taking shortcuts of everything like we're fast like mm -hmm. we, we operate faster than previous generations and mm -hmm. i think that's kind of a problem like we're, we don't want to grind we kind of want to take shortcuts in life and yeah sure. definitely like yeah we kind of just want to have everything like now yeah everyone so hand, like, like everyone stuff, everyone like go ahead people are just kind of like with your phone you can literally just like look up something and like you'll exactly. have it like at that very moment and sure. things like that like you can call someone you can drive over somewhere you can go get some food and it's all like very quick yeah and i don't think people want to put the time and effort in and i to, think like, like yeah. your uh, grandfather did i think that's going to hit a lot of people though once we get older is we're gonna they're gonna try to take shortcuts and they're gonna find themselves digging a deep hole or whatever it is mm -hmm. and if you can kind of yeah. jump on that now and grind then you're gonna be successful so for sure yeah, then and I, I feel like sorry just sorry to cut you off i feel you like got it, you got it. the biggest like one of the biggest divides in our culture is like i keep saying like dang it <laughs> one of the biggest divides in our culture today is the millennials and the gen z's and then there's like the boomer crowd right and the boomers really they think that they're ungrateful because all we really have to complain about is you know social issues yeah. we don't have our world war ii we don't have our vietnam great depression or... we don't have vietnam you yeah, know we, exactly we don't really have any of that for sure so whenever we talk, there's all these movements online about you know people coming out and being more brave with their example maybe like mental <clears> health <throat> right yeah it makes everyone seem like soft which i'm not saying coming out with your mental health is bad but it's a lot different from previous generations to where you know their struggles are much different than ours yeah um yeah very true one thing is it's not i don't think it's just what we didn't have like the wars i think it's what we do have like we have our whole lives we've had access to the internet and like we've had social media and we've had phones and all of this and i think that comes with like especially social media um you see people on instagram and you're comparing yourselves to them and you're like oh i want to look like that or i want to have that car that kind of thing and you're just gonna a lot of people are just gonna sit on their phone and look at all this and think about what they could have rather than i don't know mm -hmm. that's just kind of like actually like yeah like actually go out and yeah, like work for it exactly and, yeah yeah so like why don't that. i have that and it's because you try to take shortcuts you try to you don't want to grind mm -hmm. so yeah sure that's pretty true and it kind of adds a lot of anxiety that people get so yeah i think that's definitely something that affects our generation like how you said like, like with mental health mm -hmm. it's a completely different like battlefield i guess like quote-unquote battlefield that we're in than let's say people like 60 years ago it's a lot different they had a lot different like trials and 
things that they had to deal with than we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it also goes to what you're talking about, Josiah, is, you know, with the way technology has advanced and everything is becoming automated, you know, the factory mm -hmm. jobs are going away and it's a lot more desk jobs like what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. And I saw this interesting quote. Someone said it was like, they said, why has violence been declining? And someone says they think it's been declining because people, you know, have found like that they can compromise over the years and there's less physical altercations because there's so much, um, like, let's say you're at a company, right? There's so much oversight. You can't get in a fight with someone over. You get fired. You, you just know? you cut out JP. You can't yeah, get in a fight with someone, or else oh. you get fired. Is that what you said? Yeah, like you can't yeah. start a fight with someone at like a huge corporation and, yeah. and punch someone and like get fired, right? Yeah, my uh, old assistant manager at Duncan at the first time I or the first location I worked at, he he like started swinging at someone and got fired. Dang. Wow. And I I feel like coronavirus has emphasized this so much is we're gonna see a lot more. Um, a lot less physical altercations, I think, because yeah. a lot more people are going to be working from home. Well, I think another mm. thing is, so my brother's a Marine, so he kind of like, this is the first thing he thought about with Corona. He was like, this new wave of recruits is going to be the the weakest wave ever because they can't they can't get in contact with them. Like they have to. Oh wow! Like they have to be not maybe not six feet, especially the cadets, but or not the cadets, the recruits. I was thinking of our school um <laughs> <laughs> they have like but they can't like touch them at all you know mm -hmm. and it's like the drill sergeant so it's kind of i don't know gonna be especially okay and even not even before corona like they couldn't physically like harm their recruits yeah like they couldn't years past because people mm -hmm. would complain like I don't, I don't know maybe it's technology the fact that they get their uh, they don't get phones. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the reason. There's is. an interesting movie about that. It's called A Few Good Men with like Tom Cruise, mm -hmm. and uh, it's about the army changing. And there's like this old drill sergeant that like is fine with hazing, but the army's new policies are against it. You know, and yeah. someone ends up dead. And it's kind of interesting, you know. Yeah. How things change, and some people don't want to go along with the change. Well, I think the uh -huh. thing is with that is people before would be used to the physical abuse and they mm -hmm. it's like you can you can take that much easier especially now than you could mental abuse like now they scream at you a lot more. well they obviously scream, but like they would taunt you a lot more nowadays than they would in years past because they could just physically abuse you instead yeah so it's kind of like and i feel like taking it mentally is a, a lot harder maybe it's because mm -hmm. of social media maybe it's because we don't have to grind as much that kind of thing so what do you guys think about social media like do you guys think like it's good for well, society so what's this guy's name uh y'all talk real quick if i didn't guy's name okay well like because the reason i bring it up is i was like thinking there's so much negativity surrounded by social media whether it's what you were saying mark you know you feel as if it's a time waster yeah yeah. But also, when it comes to cyberbullying, I mean, we're dealing with a whole new set of problems that previous yeah. generations haven't had to deal with. So, it's, uh, <laughs> there's a funny Tyler the Creator tweet that I saw the other day. It was like, 
why is cyberbullying a thing? Haha, just turn off your phone or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, obviously, he was probably trolling, but like, it's kind of highlighting the fact that the older generations might think cyberbullying is a mundane problem compared to, you know, physical altercations or like physically getting bullied yeah. at school. Mm -hmm. So, Chama, I don't, I'm going to butcher this. Chama, the former vice president of Facebook, I cannot say his name to gotcha. save my life. Um, he was talking to a group of students at Stanford, and he said the f the short-term dopamine drip and feedback loops that we have created are destroying how society works. So basically, Facebook, which is one of the earliest social media platforms, um, mm -hmm. they went into it knowing that they would be abusing people's dopamine levels. Like, they, they knew they were doing something terrible. But they just mm -hmm. kept doing it. So I don't think social media is naturally good, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's actually a movie on Netflix that somebody just social told me to watch. It's social called The Social Network. Dilemma. And it, it's, cool. it's like about that. It's basically like Facebook and Google and like other people are like, yeah, basically it's kind of like destroying our society. We. Yeah know everything about you we're taking all your information and people are it's like destroying people yeah and i think social media in one way if it's you connecting with your family and your friends that's okay but the fact that you mm -hmm. can follow celebrities and influencers and stuff it's mm -hmm. it kind of creates a problem for yourself big yeah time, big time and i think it depends on the uh way you look at it because somebody could be like oh, I look at these influencers and they're inspired to be like them, but yeah. some people might look at them and be like, oh, I, I can't be that. Like, yeah, there's I would no love way. to be that, but I'm not going to put in the effort to do that. And so yeah. it kind of discourages them. Well, the thing is, like, it's obvious, it's so obviously, like, fake and exaggerated how good their life is. Like, that, everyone knows that. But it's like, people still yeah. look at it and they say, like, oh, I want to be like that. I want to live that life. Mm -hmm. and it just creates such a problem with people like so much depression is talked about i don't know what like the numbers are really rapidly increasing and i don't know whether that's people opening up that they have depression or like that well there's there's um it's actually increasing that more people are being depressed there's but it's, it's crazy. uh studies show that um there's links between like heavy cell phone use and increased level of depression anxiety and all that and anxiety yeah. definitely anxiety because people will be like oh i always need my phone on me yeah and they'll, hear the, they'll hear the ring and they're, they're like oh gosh what happened there's a i, was, I think it was 73 percent of people who like if they lose their phone they get like panic like panic panic and that's kind of yeah. crazy to think about like yeah. if you lose your phone in your bed and you're like, where is it? Where is it? Seventy-three <laughs> percent of people will like go into like hardcore panic mode because they lost their phone. Yeah, scary. No, stupid. <laughs> I think I think I would panic. Yeah, I would. It's the most expensive thing I own, that's, and I don't want to lose it. Not because true. like I can't live without it for the ten minutes I don't have it. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, you just don't have to pay for a new one. Yeah, yeah I don't want to have to pay for a new phone. Yeah, because that's tough. But going back on topic, talking about like how it's made our society softer and like men softer, I'd say going with like the whole like mental health thing, 
people opening more of that up and talking about like toxic masculinity and you know like the culture the locker room culture of hide your yeah. feelings type deal mm-hmm. has made the like older generation and mainstream conservatives like you know tough guys i guess you would not not even conservatives just uh the tough guys of society be like oh that's stupid you know yeah like but i mean like what do you guys think about it there was like this commercial this gillette commercial that got a lot of slack and because it was saying like oh men should be better men and shouldn't deal with people being violent or whatever yeah i watched that commercial i thought the commercial was kind of inspiring like it was like telling you to be a better person but Uh uh-huh I think it can be taken the wrong way. Yeah. Was that the one? Was that the boys will be boys one? Yes. It's okay. The boys will be I've, boys. I've seen that one. Yeah. That really, people really got mad about. And I, re- I re- went back and rewatched it the other day, and I was like, "This isn't that bad. Like, why was yeah. everyone so mad about this?" Because at the heart of it was a message that we shouldn't, we shouldn't let like our new sons grow up in a generation where they think it's okay to like in things with physical violence yeah i don't know where i stand on that because i don't know either. i feel like i feel physical violence obviously it's not good yeah but it's kind of it's good to toughen you up and build you it's to a be good a better learning person. factor exactly yeah. yeah i don't know what type of parent i'll be we'll get there yeah <laughs> hopefully yeah it's gonna um, be scary but I, might, I might be the type of parent that just lets my kids I might hash same, things out yeah. Yeah, learn unless they're seriously going to hurt someone or someone else. You know, obviously, yeah. that's when you. Start, but or it's like teaching your kid through experience instead of like rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of like telling them to wear sunscreen, let them get the sunburn, and then they'll always wear sunscreen. Very true. That's what my mom told me. When it comes <laughs> to uh, paying for dentist bills, I used to be terrible at brushing my teeth and flossing. You know, I was like one of those things where I don't know why it's just something that wasn't on, like, it wasn't something that I was like doing well JP none, of, none, of, mom, the, none of the cool kids did that so that's probably why probably <laughs> why sure but I ended up having to pay for some cavity bills and I was like oh this is expensive there's yeah. consequences to my actions and then and now I take really good care of my teeth so I don't know yeah big brain big brain I don't know would we let our kids fight each other? Who do you think would win? Whose kid would win? My kid would win. Your kid yeah, would yeah. win the fight. I mean, listen. Mark, you have the wingspan. Listen, I'm True. S- I'm six foot eight, two hundred and ninety-five pounds of pure muscle. <laughs> That's pure genetics, okay? That is like cap. No, it's not, Mark dude. Doesn't even work out. I don't even work out. That's pure genetics, okay? Pure genetics. Your baby just comes out of the wing ripped. <laughs> Who was that? It was like uh, someone's. It was some NFL player, like some running back. He was like four and he was already jacked you know what I'm talking about it was awesome I don't know I I think it might have been actually actually yeah that's funny Derrick Henry is a beast anyways I think I would so me as a parent I want my kid to be tough you know Mm -hmm. I don't want my kid to be like a little sissy boy no offense Mm -hmm. to sissy boys out there I'm sure you're great people um but like I would. I don't. I think the boys would be boys thing is okay, but also it shouldn't be. Like, people complain about that. Mm-hmm. But like, 
that I don't think that's just the I don't think that's the biggest problem. I think there's a a line that you have to you have to find the balance somewhere. So I think. Go ahead. Yeah, find a balance. Yeah, I, 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 this is what I just reminded me of. The whole, the whole reason why the boys will be boys line is controversial is because it was talked about as well as you know sexual harassment. Yeah, that's stuff. the yeah, 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 yeah. So when people talk about toxic masculinity and how it needs to end, there's, there, there's like you know different definitions, and that's why people get mad at each other because mm -hmm. they can't agree on a definition. Very true. I, I feel like most mainstream society today can. Um, Agree that sexual harassment is bad, yeah. and, you know, rape, I would hope so. rape is bad. I would hope so, yeah. And that's that's what they were talking about yeah. when a lot of people on Twitter or Instagram were saying, "Oh, boys will be boys needs to end," because it was kind of a nonchalant way of looking at, you know, uh, I don't know, like a man whistles at like a woman walking by down the street, yeah. how that shouldn't be tolerated because it, you know, furthers the what should we call it? culture of harassment. Yeah. Yeah. But in the commercial, looking back on it as without the context, I was like, it's just two kids fighting on the ground and them saying boys will be boys. What's the problem? Mm -hmm. I think it's I more know. like play wrestling. Like everyone did that as a kid. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's okay, but obviously I don't know. I think there needs to be two separate like sayings for that because I think the boys will be boys as far as like being tough is okay but then obviously sexual harassment yeah. is not so yeah, the fact definitely. that the fact that that's grouped together kind of sucks but yeah for yeah. sure but it's also saying like play wrestling is okay but you shouldn't be like walking around school swinging at everyone who yeah. like gets you your way <laughs> yeah. so there's like a limit to each thing so mm -hmm. for we'll sure. see we'll mm -hmm. see the time we have kids, I think the standards are going to be a lot different. There's going to be a lot of rules. There'll be. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So it's going to be really not how fast the culture shifting. I mean, mm -hmm. it's shifting so fast because you want to talk about any topic, but I was making a joke with my friend the other day that you know it's it's the cool thing to be an activist, you know. Yeah. And it's not like I it's not like I disagree with a whole lot of movements and at their core what they are but it's the cool thing to be an activist it's the cool thing to post whatever on social media because then you're with the crowd you're with what's new and hip but following the mob is dangerous sometimes man you know and i don't want to be just some person in a crowd that's like chanting whatever the crowd's saying because if they chart like at first they're chanting something that's reasonable but then they start chanting something else and it's scary yeah. sometimes you know I want to dive deep into that one another episode. I think when we talk about dopamine, I'm going to be so excited because that's like I think that's one of the biggest like problems is people are like companies are abusing our dopamine levels. But I want to talk about how how um people think that if you just donate or if you just post something on Instagram, you're actually making a difference. And no one mm -hmm. nowadays wants to volunteer wants to actually go out there and make a difference protesting is different it's not volunteering mm -hmm. and yeah. i think that's a big sure. big big problem is it's just people donating but where does that money go you don't know unless you actually volunteer organization organizations yeah and if you're donating to organizations that you don't know a lot about exactly. you could be supporting something that you might not actually yeah fully but support. if it's the cool thing to do then everyone's going to donate which sucks mm -hmm. for sure
because there have been some organizations recently that sure like their motto might be like something i support but if you go in and like read what all their values are and the other things that they support you're like where their money goes yeah Mm -hmm. you're like i'm definitely not supportive of this because it's not actually helping we won't name names but i think we all three know which one yeah we're not very sure that we're all yeah (laughs) no one one cares what we have to say about that exactly we're straight white men (laughs) anyways Anyways. something i wanted to ask you guys is okay Let's that's not a question, it. JP. It's not a question. Wait, you want to get... That wasn't a question. Thanks for telling me, Mike. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> what I wanted to lead with was, do you think it's good or bad to show emotion? I think it's good in certain contexts. Okay. I think it's good to show emotion, but there's also an extent where it's like too much. So yeah. What would be an be... example of too much? So let's say like you're sad, um, mm-hmm. you could, you're at school, you're sad, um, feel like crying, you'd be like, hey, can I go to the bathroom real quick, I'm not having a good day, and mm-hmm. go cry in the bathroom, but you could just sit in the back of the class and scream cry and disturb the entire class, like that's... that's I think that's obviously too much. That yeah. is quite distracting, yeah. Um, that is like, a very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or think about, I think... Way. If you visually like, if you're wearing a hoodie and you're not talking to anyone, and you're usually like outgoing, and like one day you're mm-hmm. just like, no, I'm not talking. I'm in a bad mood. I think that's like too much too. I think there's no reason to like publicly be emotional. But then when like if I'm talking to y'all on Discord mm-hmm. or whatever or in person, then I'm gonna like bring it up, like whatever I'm, whatever's bothering me, kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I think it's additional emotion, though. I yeah, think, yeah. I was, go ahead. I was just thinking about, you know, showing emotion, because the whole deal with also toxic masculinity is, like, where when people say that culture, not culture, when people say men are becoming more soft, I think it goes along with men are showing more emotion and being more okay with opening up about certain things. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the good part. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, definitely. I think and... it's certain context is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Because there's something interesting that I heard. I forget who said it, but they said the most one of the best things that you can do is to be the strongest person at your father's funeral if you're like a man. Yeah. And it's not. It's not so much. He. What did he say? He said something like, "It's not useful to anyone in that situation to cry." And. It wasn't like he's being harsh, but he was like, one of the best things you can do for everyone and the people around you is to be strong in that moment and, you know, be reassuring to everyone else around you. And then afterwards, you know, process it by yourself. What do you, like, I don't even know how I would react in situations like that. I'm a pretty stoic person. I don't really get in my feels too much. So, yeah. well, that's uh, interesting because that's kind of how I viewed my dad when my grandpa, grandfather passed away. That's how I mm-hmm. saw my dad react was he, he's not very emotional either, but like he was like, obviously when he passed away, when he heard the news, he was like devastated, mm-hmm. just yeah. kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. and then when he, at the funeral, I, it was in Dutch, so I couldn't understand it, but, um, he didn't like tear up. He seemed, I mean, he might, he might've teared up a little bit, but he didn't oh, train. He didn't like <laughs> go like full out cry, you know? 
Yeah. So he tried to be tough, I guess. Which I seeing him, it, uh, if he cried, I don't. I don't know how I would have pictured that in my mind. But he didn't. He wasn't like not crying. Like he was, you know, perfectly mm-hmm. okay. But he was. There was a little bit of like, I saw emotion in him, which was kind of like, mm-hmm. it just felt real in that moment. I don't know. Yeah. So I think I don't know how I feel about the not crying thing. Sorry about the train. It's okay, man. No, no worries. Cool. <laughs> train. I think it is good to show some emotion, but yeah, like JP was saying, there's it doesn't help anyone to sit there and like ball your eyes out yeah. at your father's funeral. No, but I definitely not. think that you should process those emotions in like an environmental friendly area. So on Discord, us talking, or in your small group, but you should sit at the funeral and like yell at people out of yeah. anger, like. Because how does it? How did it used to be? Not not in funerals specifically, but like how did emotions used to be to where like guys couldn't share like they were going through depression or whatever, I don't or think something they like could that. Ever, like, just, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could ever just say that you you felt sad, really. Ooh, something I was thinking about the other day is like maybe like people just they felt like it was unimportant, or maybe they didn't have like the time to be sad. Like, what if like you Ooh, worked? That's true. What yeah. if like, you worked like a more hands-on job, and like we were saying, those jobs are going away, and it's like more office place. Like, yeah. What if you worked a hands-on job where you can't just sit around all day and do nothing? Like you yeah. got to get money to feed your family, you got to go out there and get it done. Very true. Which is, I mean, still what a lot of people have to do today. I mean, yeah. people still got to go to work and whatever they're going through. There's a lot of brave people who still get up in the morning and provide yeah. for their families. And yeah. I don't know, man. It's. I think that great, correlates like, for sure. Yeah, like yeah, I think being active in that kind of thing also helps depression though. Oh, so if you're out and you're doing like an active job, it's gonna help reduce your depression. But somebody mm-hmm. who their body longs to be active or they want to be outside doing something, it's just sitting in a cubicle at their desk writing papers for something. They're not gonna be as happy as somebody who is outside yeah, working sure. hard. Seeing the benefits of what they're doing, it's it's hard to. It's hard to grasp, yeah. But I mean, yeah. it's so weird though, because you have to have that in the society we we built. Like you have to have yeah. more. You're gonna have to have more office jobs, and you're gonna have warehouse jobs. Yes. Yeah. So at least there's know. gonna yeah, it's definitely changing the landscape for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. don't think I could have an office job and just sit there. I, I don't Which know, is kind of what I'm doing, but it's a cool office. So I think for me, I could do that so long as it didn't matter when I did it. Like if I had to sit there from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the, at a desk and just work, I couldn't do that. Like I'd have to yeah. space it out in certain ways. And there's actually studies. I don't know the stats at all, but I like there was some on some standardized test we took like junior year. There was some article that said there's correlations between people who work like four days a week and shorter days got m- mm-hmm. got more work done than people that work five days a week 40 hours a week or five Something days that's yeah really I remember interesting. that mm-hmm. i don't remember that but i was watching a video of netflix's ceo and netflix doesn't you can take as much vacation time a year as you want mm-hmm. at netflix if you work at netflix i was like what it's like that can't be right I looked it up completely right they have no restrictions on days you can take off. You can take off like an entire freaking like two months probably if you wanted to. Yeah. 
in like four months out of the year and just take off. I'm like, what? Very interesting. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure that's the same thing at American Airlines. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's, know, it kind of makes what sense. Was, yeah. But as long was, as you get your work done, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I feel like one thing that else could like be making guys like in our society like more depressed probably is people just not feeling like a man because you're working a job that like any per any person could do with any physical ability like there's something interesting about like you feeling like a man when you do something like yeah, athletic definitely. yeah 100 percent no. interest or something or, like just i think when we did warehouse and like yeah some of the ladies that worked at the desk would come in and we're like yeah we're the men we're the men here yeah like, we try to act <laughs> tough what was that girl's name grace oh grace grace <laughs> gorgeous <laughs> she was beautiful jp she was she, she was beautiful out. missed out on seeing grace my that bad. day the day we had to um when the juice truck fell over or not fell over but oh, yes. all the juice and, and then we she were, she came we're like yeah. yeah we just did all this yeah what's up Twenty thousand pounds <laughs> it's whatever you know she brought us water, right? I think so. Yeah. You know what it is. Anyways. I remember that day. I think, especially, okay, so when I worked at Duncan, it was kind of like, I felt, I didn't feel like as much of a man, if that makes sense. It, it felt weird working mm -hmm. there. Especially yeah. after, no, actually, working at Laser Tag was a lot more like, because that was after me working in a warehouse, doing physical labor, eight hours, eight to ten hours a day. And then I go, go yeah. here and I'm, teaching kids how to play laser tag <laughs> yeah it was like such a huge jump i don't know if it's yeah for better or for worse but it was so weird like i was like i don't like this i'd i want a warehouse job now maybe that's why men are getting more south in our societies because there's less physical jobs to be doing like yeah there's I something think... that makes you feel more manly well maybe I think... it's like the testosterone yeah. hormones maybe it's just you look at other men and you could be like oh i could you know it's the competitiveness, the competitive it's really nature. Like that. Yeah, it's competitive it's nature. Something our, yeah. yeah, definitely. That's I think crazy. That's so, do y'all think, like, is it a bad thing to be soft? I think I think it is. If you're a guy, what do y'all think? Well, which ways? If we're see, I, I, you have to divine soft yeah. as a man. Okay. Um. Well, what do you think? What do we think, guys? I think because when it comes soft, I feel like. like when he says soft, he means like you can't change your own tire, like yeah, that no. kind of vibe. Well, not I even that. I disagree. Well, like okay, I don't okay, want to okay. say soft, and not be able to do the fight. I think is in like not being able to stand up for yourself, soft. Hmm. Yeah. I think. Yeah. If you can't stand up for yourself, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Because you will be subjected to bullying. Because I'm curious. I want to know how we can like not be as soft individually and as a whole as a society if y'all have any intake on that input wow that's a deep question thank you honestly i think just setting the goals that we have and striving every day to work towards them yeah i think mm -hmm. accountability that's a big thing yeah because if you know where you want to be then you'll be able to get there. Yeah, for sure. If you don't know where you want to go, then you're just going to walk in circles. You're just going to stay in that same spot for the yeah, rest of your life. Yeah, for sure. Love it, man. Yeah. Love it. So, you heard it here first, folks. First place you've ever heard this in your life. 
If you don't want to be <laughs> soft, set goals and have yourself some accountability buddies. Some people that yeah. will uh, help you hold yourself accountable. Yeah. And, uh, I don't even think like what you're saying, a lot of people in like society would think a guy who can't change a tire, you know, a guy who looks physically weak is soft, but it, I don't think it's that at all. Like what you're talking about, not only just being able to stand up for yourself, but also just not conforming to what everybody else thinks too as well, you know, just mm-hmm. being your own person sometimes and yeah. being brave enough to be yourself is something being that independent. Be. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, being independent, that's a good one. I think like not having anyone over you that is really controlling you, that's what can make you feel like a man. You know, and yeah. that's what I mean, this is you want to be top dog. About. You want to be top dog. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. It's for sure. And being top dog doesn't mean physical. No, not necessarily, necessarily yeah. at all. And obviously, if yeah, I think it would help if you're physically, you know, you feel for sure. But but I think that's it's changing in our society too. You know, I think. The physicality aspect of uh, whether it's girls choosing guys to date or whether it's, you know, who gets the job, it, I think the physicality, yeah, it's switching out to be people who are mentally strong. I don't know. What does mentally strong mean to you guys? Like, I think standing up for yourself, like you said, Mark's a good one. What else? Just being intelligent. In the way you speak, the way you dress, the way you act. Like you're talking with part posture earlier. That's kind of a good word is being intelligent. Like intelligent? Like I'm trying to think of how people describe themselves or the way they dress and like the way they Mm -hmm. speak and that stuff. And I've never heard intelligent. Well I have, but like with the way you dress. I don't know. I like that. Ooh, think about this. Something else I think I might have mentioned on the last podcast, but there's what I said was I mentioned to you guys is there's nothing more powerful than someone who's articulate. I mean, think of like people who are bosses, who are the world leaders. I mean, if you can be articulate in your speech and sway people's opinions, be a For leader sure. in that aspect, I mean, that's how you can be a like better person, you know? Yeah, and, and that's, I think that's people who can't do that, can't speak up for themselves and be articulate, that's when you view yourself as not a better person. Well, that's when and you... that doesn't apply to people who are men. That can be to anyone. That's when, like, when you can't stand up for yourself. Oh, I'm not articulate. Never mind, don't listen to me. Um, when you, like, can't stand up for yourself and you don't try to strive for better and you can't because of the way you... Sp- I don't know. If you're not articulate, you're going to find yourself sitting in a 9-to-5 job, I think, mm-hmm. your whole life at a desk. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. We need those people in our society. But I don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. that's just there me. You that's just me. But that's very, very, uh, it's very articulate of you, JP. Is it now? I don't know. I don't think so. Let's hope so. But I, I mean, the way to be articulate is to read. Right. It's true. It's very true. Let's hope so. So read. And on it, I ordered have... my next book. What's, Ooh, your, what's next your next book? book? My next book is The Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. Oh, interesting. I've heard about this one. The Screw Tape Letters is about an older demon writing letters to a younger demon on how to be a better demon. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That sounds funny. 
It's well, it's like a it's a pretty serious book. It's about spiritual it's, warfare. Yeah, it's, it's serious. Yeah, but it's the it's, concept yeah. of it is kind of silly. Yeah, it's, it's I've been no. lacking on my book. I gotta get reading. I hope it's good. What's your book you're reading, Marcus? I'm reading or... The Right Side of History by Ben Shapiro. Ah, uh, yes, I remember this. Yeah, it's good. I so think it's far. hard to get into your book, and so you just gotta like start reading. That's what I did, and then after like 30 minutes, you're like, oh wow, I've I've been reading for 30 well, minutes. Yeah, well, I think the pro I don't have the problem when I open the book, I'll keep reading, but. It I have the problem opening it because I'll sit here at my desk saying I'm doing homework like I said and I'll spend hours to do an assignment that takes 20 minutes and I oh, won't yeah. I won't give myself time to read so yeah that's my problem I feel like I kind of do the same thing so it, like what I've been having to do to read every night is just like compromise doing other things to where yeah. like I don't want to read when I'm tired and I'm not like even like comprehending anything that I'm reading but mm -hmm. reading right before bed has been really good for me because yeah. one, I'm not looking at my phone, so like I can yeah. fall asleep easier yeah. without being on that blue light. But two, I think it just gives me like a routine, like reading before bed every night. Yeah. I've gotten to this routine, and if it means like not being able to watch a movie with my roommates because like they've been watching like all the Marvel movies, and I've been just like, you know, I'm just gonna go read instead. Mm -hmm. It kind of sucks because like I want to hang out with them, but at the same time, you know. I mean, you're putting yourself in a better position. Nice. So. I think that's something that we can apply to all of us, just with like all of our goals, which yeah. is really good. Just what do we have to sacrifice? What are we gonna have to get rid of? Mm -hmm. What are we gonna have to give up in order to complete that goal, in order to work hard, to achieve that thing that you want? Mm -hmm. For sure. So JP, yeah, it looks wait. like I won't be in Delanago that much, because that's what I want to do. That's what you want to do? Yeah. Well, I think hanging out and maintaining relationships is important. I know, but I want to like drink. Uh, that's not good. I know. It's the problem. Anyways, anything else y'all want to add before we close off? I just wanted to say that I think overall the idea of quote-unquote males getting softer in our society, it can have multiple definitions. Mm -hmm. I think one of the main definitions that people like to characterize it as that are critics of our society getting softer is people getting less physical and you know whether you think that's a bad or a good thing i think it's probably true we are getting less physical because we've learned to compromise more yeah. and there's a lot more social interaction with the more technology mm -hmm. you know goes the social interactions that we have are going to be less physical and you know face to face so obviously physical altercations are going to go down yeah but when it comes to the other side of what people might say is soft, like opening up about your feelings and stuff, that's pretty good. Yeah. I think it's good. I think so too. Especially mm -hmm. because there's so much uh, so much depression and suicide in our culture. And mm -hmm. It's something that I don't have a lot of experience with myself, you know, and it's something I can't understand, you know, comprehend. And I feel kind of like bad that I can't have that level of empathy with people, but yeah. for sure I support people that are going through that and, you know, I think it's a good thing for sure people yeah. are starting to talk about it more and people are getting the help that they need more and more every day because a lot of companies are bringing it to light yeah mm -hmm. definitely for sure josiah anything i think jp kind of summed it all up i don't want to destroy anything he said so yeah i think sweet we're good yeah all right i really like talking to you guys you guys are pretty neat thank you man i you're appreciate pretty nifty, that. JP. you're okay you're not bad. Oh, thanks, man. I'm thanks. just playing. You're like above average. All right. On that note.
JP. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to ask you guys real quick. All right. How are you guys? How are you like feeling overall with us doing this? I am like just like. I'm stoked, bro. I like it. Stoked. I'm stoked. That's a great word. I was gonna say I'm thriving because that's the word I nah, always use. You're stoked, but JP. Stoked. I'm pretty stoked, man. Like, been hitting the gym, been reading more, been talking to you guys. Be stoked and get yoked. That's that's my I'm, that's my I'm new phrase, stoked. bro. Pretty stoked. I'm, I like it more when we like talk more during the week, though. And yeah, have more we didn't really do that this week for whatever Cause reason. Because, well, I think the topic was just more like do your own research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just getting on and talking more about yeah. our goals and stuff. Um. Yeah. Did you guys ever get a notebook? I did. I got three. I did, yeah. I, okay, I, I have, have a question for y'all. So I have three Question. notebooks. They cost me a dollar total. So I have my goals notebook. That's what, you know, goals, obviously. Notes, which is going to be things that I think about during, during the day. I'll probably carry carry that one with me everywhere um, so that I have it. And then I have one more. I don't know what to do with it. What should I do with my third notebook? I don't think you should have forced anything. So I know, but like I'm like, I'm just trying to think categories. of. It's hard to organize your thoughts a lot of the time. I'm just trying to think like. If you what? really wanted to, you could do like a prayer journal because I, I did that. that. Yeah. And there's a complete difference between like reading your prayer or like saying your prayers and then writing them down. Yeah. And seeing how your prayers change throughout. Ooh, that's very true. I'll, I'll consider that one for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, Chiefs. Very good. So if you I've guys have. It's really, I enjoy it. If you guys have a notebook that you need something to do with, um, there you go. Prayer journal. All right. All right. Great <laughs> talking to y'all. I don't know what next week's going to be, but it's going to be great. You guys are going to love it so much. It's going to be even better than the last even, two weeks. Yeah, even better. Um, but this week was kind of a great example of how it's going to be structured. It's going to be we'll begin with the goals, and then we'll head into our topic, and we'll kind of wrap it up. And if you didn't like this structure then it's going to get better next week so yeah exactly if you liked it this is exactly how it's going to go if you it wait if you liked it it's good night everybody <laughs>